The Youthscape Podcast. Right, we started. We started. Martin, you have a crumpet and I have half a piece of toast. And welcome to the Youthscape Podcast. I've always seen myself as Youthscape's piece of crumpet. <laughs> and I see myself as half a piece of chewed toast. Good morning, everybody, because we are actually recording this in the morning, wherever you are listening to, but we are we are debating what we have for breakfast. Yeah, can I just say, because yeah. this is too good to lose, <laughs> yes. um, just as we were just dis- discussing how we should start this podcast, <laughs> we said, oh, we're having breakfast, let's talk about breakfast, and you said, oh, that's a good idea, we should do that, because it's September. <laughs> just in my mind, because just felt that that obviously, would be a great month. So why, because it's September, would we talk? I have no idea. I just, I'm an external processor, which means, I don't know if you're like this, no, honestly, there's no thought in my head that doesn't get externally shared with the yeah, world. Yeah, I think anybody who listens to this podcast knows <laughs> that know already. That. But um, But seriously, what do you think the link might be between breakfast and September I is it because it's the start of things I think it's the start of things I think also in the summer everything goes rogue doesn't it especially if you take young people somewhere to an event so you hit back at September and think routine and routine to me is cocoa pops and a piece of toast like that that is yeah. getting you ready for the day isn't it so, cocoa pops you are like a child granola. at breakfast aren't you <laughs> granola I, I, I feel like I should say granola I know I've said this before <laughs> but you cut the edges off your bacon sandwiches and squash it down flat and squash it down flat yeah. and you have cocoa pops you are you become you regress I do. in September I, do I mean regress. breakfast yeah I do I, mean I do September. regress for breakfast good old breakfast what? I'm not a massive breakfast fan I think I think breakfast is quite bland in my head so I, it's a kind of a duty thing I have to eat it because I know that it's the best meal of the day it's for princes and princesses or something so so I apparently yes apparently us. yeah um, and I you know this is one of those generic things that's not going to be attributed to any source but it's obviously but, true but they say they say that uh, that breakfast, that whole breakfast is the most important meal of the day thing, was invented by the cereal industry. What? So it's actually rubbish. And if you go back to how we were sort of originally meant to Foraging be, foraging for berries. Yeah, we were one meal a day people. We were omads. A one meal a day? Because yeah. my husband is a one meal a day, and I'm like, no, you have to graze because one meal a day, like surely your body just takes everything out of that meal, and then you snore all night. I mean, it depends on the size of the meal, Jason. Doesn't it? That could do, could do. But, um, but you can't just have all your meals at once. No. But but I think um, there's there's some sort of scientific, th- scientific they say. boffins. Yes. Boffins have said that um, you actually probably only need to eat sort of between twelve and eight, and that you partially fast for the other sixteen hours. That's interesting. And then if you do that, you remain uh, as svelte and attractive as me. Brilliant. Svelte September. Svelte September. There Svelte we go. That's September. Now, do you shall, think I re- shall I release a Christian fitness video? <laughs> Svelte September. I think you should. I think yeah. you should do it anyway. Now, do you think it changes depending on which country you're in? Because I think different countries have different breakfasts. And that is a lovely segue Whoa. to our guest <laughs> who sat between us thinking like, I don't know where I am. Where am I? And what am I talking about? Sasha, welcome Thank to the you. podcast. And why are we talking to you about different breakfasts in different countries? Because you're about to do something very interesting. But before we get into that, we should probably introduce our guest, shouldn't we? Good idea. So we you really are an external processor. Oh, it's amazing just watching it just pour forth out of your mouth. It's literally, you know, it's just a stream of consciousness. I'll eat some toast while you introduce Sasha. Here are we, we, are we, yeah, so this is Sasha, who's been a, a friend of the show for, for quite a while. How many times have you listened to the Youthscape podcast, Sasha? Never. Never. <gasps> Sasha? Have you never listened? 
Well, th- there we go. Now you think this is what it's always like, and you know what? You would be right. <laughs> if you'd known it was like this, would you have listened more? I, I. What don't do you normally have, have for breakfast, idea. Sasha? Yeah, what's your breakfast? Oh, I'm a n- technically a no breakfast person. I'm very rubbish at breakfast. Oh, but so that. you're you're one of the uh, the the sort of the twelve to eight pas- partial fasters. Yes, that's yeah. a new category yeah. that you can now be in and defend that. Great. You could come on my fitness video. Spelt <laughs> <laughs> September. September. You're great spelt. So, uh, Sasha Austinseed, uh, you have been uh, a part of the Youthscape family for a while. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, t- so tell us how we sort of first how you used to be involved in Youthscape. I did. So I did um, the GVS year, which is now the leadership year. Oh yeah. Um, and I did that in 2015, stroke 16. Um, and I joined you guys after finishing my master's in public policy um, and came along and did lots of awesome stuff with you guys for a whole year. And yeah. you were awesome, actually. I remember Thank that. You. you were phenomenal. When you left, we were like, no! <laughs> You're amazing. And we started a youth group. Yes, we started we did. a youth group in, uh, in a Baptist church in Luton, which is we still going. That. Yes. Isn't that exciting? That is exciting. I have seen some of those young people. They have accosted me in the street. Nice. Oh, that's yeah. great. So where are you now? What are you doing now? You left Youthscape. Yes, and then um, I went to work for FaZe in Hitchin, um, being the wellbeing lead, doing lots of things with young people in primary and secondary school, lots of schools work, lots of stuff about um, mental health, um, physical wellbeing, spiritual wellbeing, kind of holistically looking at young people's wellbeing. And that sounds like a new kind of role that, that's developing. Was, are you the first person to have taken that role yes, in the organisation? So yes. Were you defining it as you went along? How does that work? Um, so I guess it kind of organically changed. So the person that I took over from, um, their role was more um, SMSC um, type programme. Well, and then, just for those of us who don't know what that is, SMSC, Social, Moral, oh. Spiritual and Cultural Education. Yes. I say those of us. I I knew what it meant. You (laughs) dug that from quite deep in the recess. I saw your eyes. You're like, I must know this. There's four words. What (laughs) are they? (laughs) Spelt. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, so I took over here from them. um, But I think the kind of charity were going in that sort of direction anyway. And obviously there's been lots of stuff in the news um, Mm. about young people and anxiety and how they're dealing with their emotional um, health and well-being. Um, And actually we just wanted to make sure that the stuff that we're doing for young people kind of shows a balance that, Mm. yes, there is um, lots of stuff going on about mental illness, but actually mental health and well-being Mm. is something that everybody has. Mm. And, And the important thing is for us to understand what that looks like when it's going well and also to notice the signs of when that isn't going well and how mm. to seek help for that and also how to maintain um, just like we do you guys are talking about breakfast actually having um, lots of food uh, as a regular intake also doing that kind of stuff with your mind um, as well as your spiritual health as well yeah so you um, obviously were on the front line working with young people thinking particularly about their well-being yes. what what did you learn what, what really struck you about young people's kind of uh, you know, from from your experience and from the particularly young people that you work with, what are the kind of some of the issues that are coming up? What are some of the things we hear a lot about anxiety, self harm? Maybe is something we yeah. hear less about yeah. now. It's becoming it's it's less just about self harm. Yes, self harm is maybe a symptom of something else. But what are, what are some of the things that really seem to show up when you were there? Um, I think over the last year, especially for us, like suicide was a really big mm. uh, suicidal big thoughts thing. or or actual suicide. Actual suicide, oh and we had quite a few cases, mm. not just with our young people, but with adults that they were like they would oh, wow. work with. So um, there was a teacher, 
Um, and then we had a parent, I had a parent of a young person that I worked with and then a student as well, so kind of across the board. Wow. But then also talking to young people about how do they talk to their, if it's not them, how do they talk to friends who are having suicidal thoughts and they're not necessarily sure how mm. to manage that, what resources are available, how do we even start having those conversations with people so that it's not just a taboo subject and only comes up when something tragic actually yeah. happens, but how do we deal with that beforehand? Mm, that's massive. I mean, yeah. that, that that's almost, the external processes in the room are... <laughs> are struggling not to express our, our surprise yeah. at that because it almost feels like that that's unthinkable that it actually you know yeah. uh, I guess it goes that far but of course it of yeah, course yeah. it does yeah. Yeah. Um, so um, it's worth mentioning at this point Rachel Newham's book yes which is now breathe, now out learning to breathe yes. and Rachel is, has just done some brilliant stuff on yes. uh, on suicidal ideation yes. in particular so young people thoughts. thinking this is an option for me, I could do this, I want yeah. to take my life, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because it does Because it does fill us with a, that cold finger of fear, like, what do we do when mm. a young person says, I've, I've had enough, or those sort of, those trigger yeah. words, isn't it, that makes, and, and we, we jump to sort of safeguarding, and we jump to kind of locking things down, and what do we do, and, and young people need the space to be able to talk about something, and they're less likely to, to follow through if they are heard, but it can feel mm. terrifying. Mm. Have you... What, what has been the most helpful thing in working through this? Has it, has it just been experiencing this and picking up from those that are going through it? What has helped or are there great resources? Um, I think that for all of the people that we've worked with, like the schools that have been connected and stuff, that actually just kind of consistently being there and actually just being like actually knowing whether to say, actually, um, we're here to help whoever that is, whether you want to talk about it, whether you want extra resources, whether you want pointing in the right direction, but also knowing when to step back and knowing that actually they just want some space to process mm. for themselves and not being too forward, saying actually we've got all the answers, we know how to fix this, we know how to do this. Mm. As with all of the things you do with young people anyway, that actually you need to give them the space to process and them to come to their own realisation mm. of actually I need a bit of help or actually mm. I'm doing all right now, I need a bit of um, step back mm. and actually not end up with another problem or some sort of attachment there mm. and then they actually always fall to you for the answers of how to deal with things mm. so yeah that's wow so uh, other stuff maybe as well so suicide was a was one of those things was, was there anything else that you you picked up you know in terms of the well-being of young people that felt like a big issue that maybe was a surprise um or or that um you know you just feel like is is maybe definitive of of where young people are at right now um I think there's lots of stuff at the moment about social media and mm. the well-being. Um, but also I just think that young people, just they, they are interested in knowing how to look after themselves. So not to do with anything traumatic or anything's happening, but actually just knowing that actually if I go running and that's mm. really helpful to me, then actually I can still do that and that helps my mind as mm. well as my body. And knowing actually that's fine, I, that's okay to do mm. that and it's okay to still do those things and it's okay to say actually I need time on my own this week or mm. actually I need to hang out with someone, I need to socialise with other people a bit more, mm. I need to connect mm. with people. Actually just doing that stuff, um, looking after yourself and, and having those routines or knowing those mm. things um, that make them happy or actually what when I feel sad, what do I do? Actually it's those things that you do on a regular mm. basis that you do for fun anyway, mm. but you don't associate that when actually if something's not feeling right, what do I need to get back um, where I was before? Mm. Handling big emotions and, and feeling uncomfortable it's, it's a really tough one, isn't it? Because I think we, we know as adults with the grand kind of gift of hindsight and having been there and done that a little bit that, that life isn't always straightforward, is it? You can't manage your environment. So all you can do is 
manage your response and your emotions. And so what's the, what's the balance between building resilience into young people's lives and helping them just live with the uncomfortable reality of life isn't perfect, yeah. twinned with these great skills of being able to kind of manage your emotions and, and create a life that you don't want to escape from is the buzz phrase, isn't it? Actually, yeah. that sense of... If we're constantly thinking, if only life was over there, I'd be yeah. fine. Well, well, how do we help young people live a life here? What What's the link? Because I think sometimes adults can sound a bit judgmental, like, come on, pull yourself up, and yeah. we manage this, and if you were doing the war... Uh, and that's really unhelpful. But there's also a little bit of truth in helping young people with resilience. So how, how have you found that works out in practice? How do you get that balance right of listening, space, but also encouraging young people to take more mm. leadership? Mm. Um, decisions. I think actually being honest. So like we say a lot of those things to young people, do this, do as I say, not necessarily as I do. And we all are managing or or juggling these Mm. things on a daily basis. And young people need to know, this is what life looks like. Mm. Every day isn't rosy. Every day isn't, oh, I'm going to do cartwheels around the field Mm. and everything's great. But actually it's the balance. Actually, okay, if this isn't going well, who do I turn to? Actually, as an adult, I have friendship groups that I um, work with. Everything can't just be about work. It has to be Mm. about me spending time with God. It has to be about me um, going out with friends. It has to be about me having time Mm. on my own. That actually if they see that you're actually doing that and finding Mm. out actually I'm not the only one who has forgotten to read my bible today i'm not the only one who has taken on way too much on my plate today and actually has to say no to someone actually if they actually see you doing that and you actually share those true stories mm. rather than just saying or oh, actually you're not necessarily doing that well and maybe you can mm. see a solution where they can't necessarily see it mm. equally in your own life you're probably doing things where other people can see solutions that you're not mm. seeing yeah. actually just be honest and share those stories with them mm. they'll appreciate it so much more <laughs> than you just telling them yes. what to do so. yes yeah and yeah. I, just, I just love hearing how you as an organisation, phase hitching and, and stuff with Youthscape, seeking to make God an integral part of us. So I was, I was just thinking, like, I've been a bit Foxy Martin thinking, does the word well-being ever creep up in scripture? Like, is there anything about well-being? And I was thinking, well, the word is shalom, isn't it? That's, ah. that's the word that we take yeah. this from. And shalom is that sense of wholeness, that sense of well-being, nothing missing, nothing lacking, and it's the whole of life. So just, I'd love just to hear your thoughts on... What does that look like that you as Christians are engaging in well-being? What's the, what's the different dynamic that you are bringing? Whether you're speaking about Jesus or not, what is that different edge that we bring, would you say, into this conversation? It's a big national conversation, isn't it? Everyone's yeah. talking about well-being. So what's the difference even for us as Christians in this? Um, I've been looking recently, actually, the, um, it's Isaiah 19, and actually the story of Elijah having done these amazing things for God, and then actually kind of had a threat on his life from Jezebel, and then actually mm-hmm. runs away to this place of isolation, and actually then God kind of calling him like back to himself, and actually having all of these kind of things, there's an earthquake, there's a fire, there's all these things, mm-hmm. and God is in that stillness. Mm-hmm in that voice actually lots of emotional things going on there with Isaiah having done all this busy stuff but then also God just calling him back actually there's a point where he's literally like actually you need to rest you need to stop you need to eat and then continue and God is literally just saying so actually for me that's the kind of element we bring actually the opportunity to stop and rest in God and hear for what he's saying or what the direction is and actually just get um, kind of focus you guys are talking about your external processing yes. mine is internal processing yeah we're sorry <laughs> we're sorry <laughs> there's so, been trapped between two of us it's like standing in a wind tunnel 
so actually that kind of that quiet time mm. processing that stuff actually at what god what mm. are you saying in this moment what yes. are you doing um actually am i looking after am i not looking after myself at this point am i taking on too many things am i becoming burnt out am i losing a bit mm. of my focus yeah, yeah, yeah. how do i bring that back and actually as, as being christians mm. actually we have the opportunity to sit with god to sit with people who know us and actually say actually mm. this is going in this direction actually you need to bring it back you need to take yeah. time and elijah and was stop. a mighty leader wasn't yes. it and if he needed that kind yes. of god saying no now eat yeah. now sleep yeah. now eat mm. now sleep actually mm. how much mm. more for us as well Absolutely. Awesome. Now, I've realised we've taken a very long detour and my crumpet has unfortunately gone cold. My toast has gone cold and rubbery as well. But um, but you did, you did such a brilliant link. I did, didn't I? It wasn't clunky at so all. So we, should we try and do it again? Yeah. Let's so, shoehorn that idea. So we were talking about Brexit. Crunch, crunch. No, not Brexit. Not Brexit. Brexit. We weren't talking about Brexit. <laughs> Don't mention Brexit. That's nice it says it on a sign on the wall. Don't mention Brexit. Um, we were talking about breakfast and then you said brilliantly you've now got a mouthful of, I have I've don't talk with your mouthful you know your I mother said, always told you I said was yes, <laughs> you said <laughs> did you just say yes dear yes dear yes dear yes. has it come to that it has come to that wow okay so you said I wonder about different breakfasts around the world yeah and then you were going to link into I Sasha's was. world tour and then you forgot the fact that we hadn't introduced her. Yeah, exactly. So, Sasha, <laughs> I'm very excited about this because you're about to do something that I have to say, I think I might actually nick your tickets and, like, jump in your bag because <laughs> this is the one thing. I would love to do this. What is it? What are you about to embark on? Um, I'm going um, at the first point um, on trip of Southeast Asia, but I'm going to be visiting some youth work organisations there. So some people might call it volunteering, some people mission trip whatever you want to label it as them but I'm going to be going and looking at other um, youth work organisations around the world seeing a bit of what they do um, and how they do it wow and is it for any particular reason is it for a course or PhD um, or I am I'm, I'm, I'm working towards the, re- the direction of a PhD but it is purely from my own interest and obviously that would add into a PhD so kind of from my PhD idea mm. is actually going to grassroots organisations around the world. Do, does someone in Cambodia have the answer for the youth work in Ipswich? Do they know the, <laughs> the, key, line. <laughs> the key component? There's youth workers in Ipswich right now going, it was Cambodia <laughs> all along. Cambodia. But a lot of the literature that we have is Western-based. Yes. We don't yeah. see no. what's going on um, in other youth works um, organisations yeah. around the world, what's going on, what are the key things that they're doing that actually could just be the opening uh, to new resources or youth work. Brilliant. I just think this is so brilliant because I think not only are lots of the resources that we work with Western-based, we also think they're neutral. We So we forget that we're in a context where... Um, what's going on around us is automatically shaping what we're doing. Like, we're not doing it on a blank sheet of paper. And so suddenly putting yourself in a completely different cultural environment and, and suddenly seeing what they do with that is, is oh, you're going to learn so much. So tell us, where are you going? So you're starting off in Southeast Asia. Yes. Um, so... Trying to sort out Ipswich first. <laughs> oh, she's learning. She's listening. She's getting gems for us. So, so, you start, so are you going to Cambodia? Are you going to... Because there's a lot of people on tractors right now who are listening to this going, this could be it. Tractors? Where are they in? Ipswich. Yeah, Wait, they're on tractors in Ipswich? Yeah. 
currently youth workers on tractors in Ipswich. Sorry. Right. Ipswich. No, You're come on, Ipswich. Ipswich love tractors. They do. They're the tractor boys. Anyway, I want to hear from Sasha, not from you, so pipe down. Let's have a bit more from Sasha, please. So you're going to Canberra. Are you going to Canberra? I yeah. am. I'm going to <laughs> Thailand, Vietnam, Cambodia and the Philippines. Wow. So that's, that's the first leg of the, the, the Yes. Um, and then I haven't really worked out the rest, but... Moldova. Um, Go to Moldova. Well, Amazing. if yes. I get a link and yeah, yeah, get Moldova, yeah. then I will yeah. completely yeah. do that too. So, yeah. Um, and the plan is that you are going to call us. Yes. And we are gonna we're gonna have updates on the Youthscape podcast from roving reporter, <laughs> Sasha. global roving reporter Sasha Austin Seed. Uh, yes. in, in all the and actually because we have international listeners do you know we have international listeners on the podcast I did not in know Ipswich. that <laughs> if you are I in I realise Ipswich has not yet got independence from the rest of the UK <laughs> they will but, now um, but uh, other parts of the world if you are in a different part of the world if you are in yes. Kuala Lumpur or, or that's not how you say it yeah it's it? not how you say Lumpur. it Kuala Lumpur, Lumpur. Or, or uh, Australia, out of Mongolia. Yes, absolutely. Get in touch. So, what's your strategy when you go? Are you are you gonna rock up and literally just immerse yourself, or have you got have you drilled down a few killer questions that are like this is what I want answered, this is what I want to f- discover here, or are you gonna go a bit more? I think just rogue. at the moment this is a bit rogue because yeah. it's just me combining kind of my interests, travel, youth work, a bit of education. Those are the things mm. I'm kind of That's combining. Amazing. And then as I guess progressing towards my PhD, have a bit more of a focus to mm. kind of um, what that is. But actually maybe just getting a bit more links, getting to know how yes. um, youth work is occurring in those areas. Um, yeah. And, and working then, out what the right questions are to ask, yes. I suppose, isn't it? Because we can go with our set of assumptions and ideas yes. and just seeing what happens and who's doing the youth ministry sounds amazing yeah. so um have you had to fundraise this yourself i mean how have you washed many cars and got teenagers to do this how I, have you funded I, this i haven't actually incorporated any teenagers but that's an idea so yes i have <laughs> um had to um I have had to um, fundraise, and because I'm doing this all by myself, I'm not yeah. really have. I'm not going no, with an organisation or um, specifically sent from a church. I'm doing it just me. So mm. I kind of got um, my own GoFundMe page um, and been making a lot of cinnamon roll apple pies um, and getting wow. people to order those. Wow. And then um, is that a specialty of yours? Uh, yes, actually. And yeah. do you box them up and post them to places? Is that how? Um, Would you send it to Ipswich? Because I think those guys are going to fund this. <laughs> <laughs> People are asking me if I can post them, mainly my sister who's in Ghana and my other sister's in Birmingham. I'm not sure how pies travel, so I've said no. Um, (laughs) But anyone nearer? But anyone who's nearer, then I have completely done that. If people people feel the gentle nudge of the spirit right now, how would they uh, help to fund your your adventure? Um, They can go to um, my GoFundMe page, which is gofundme.com forward slash Sasha. S-A-S-H-A um, hyphen 2018 hyphen Philippines hyphen adventure I realise that's a mouthful so maybe just Google yeah, on we'll Golf and me we'll Sasha Philippines adventure yeah that sounds amazing do you know what I love about this Martin is that we we talk so much in youth ministry about learning from each other mm. and and learning from the rest of the world as well and I think one thing that I'm quite committed to is I think the future of, of great youth ministry is not going to be in the hands necessarily of experts mm. it's going to be in the hands of the adventurers who will become experts but mm. people who are prepared to say let's really look at what's going on let's listen to other voices that are not normally in the room let's and I think I'm so excited about this and I really hope that listening to you might inspire some other people who think actually I could do that and and maybe it doesn't mean 
going to Cambodia or the Philippines. Mm-hmm. Maybe it is actually just doing a couple of weeks. We sometimes have that. You say, don't we? People who take a bit of a sabbatical, they take three weeks or three months, and they, they just go and visit other youth projects mm-hmm. and other youth ministries just in the UK. can yeah. be incredibly yeah. eye-opening. Yeah, yeah. So I can't wait to hear your updates. It's going to yeah. be amazing. Because there is, there is, if we're honest, probably a little bit of an arrogance from those of us in the UK and the US. Oh, we're so resourced, aren't we? About, yeah. about really, you know, know, it sounds aspirationally like a cool idea, but really, do we, do we believe that somebody in Vietnam <laughs> is going to be able to come up with a better mm. youth ministry A way of thinking about stuff. Yeah, 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 than those of us in Luton, yeah. the mecca <laughs> of Luton. You know, surely not. Um, but but actually, that is arrogance. Yeah, that's, that is that's, arrogance. That's, that is denying yes. the infinite creative power of God yes. through all the cultures and, and the yes. beautiful diversity and breadth of experience yeah. that you'll have all around the world in youth ministry. Mm. And the actual the youth ministry, the global youth ministry community is absolutely enormous. Yes, it what, is. I found it very interesting recently being contacted by some of the people who convene uh, international gatherings of youth ministries. Um, there's not much representation from the UK. Gosh. So these things don't tend to get. We d- we don't. The UK youth ministry organisations don't, don't really connect with and f- and show an interest in what's going on. So so I think what you're doing, Sasha, is actually incredibly prophetic. Yes. And yeah. uh, and a rebuttal to that slightly arrogant spirit that I yeah. definitely you know and mm. I've been involved in youth ministry mm. for a long time. Mm. So have you? Yeah. Well, it's the echo chamber, isn't it? You know, we we forget. we. we yeah. You know, we have been a bit arrogant about yeah. voices from outside, and yeah. that needs to stop. That so, needs to stop. God bless you. You're leading yeah. the charge. Thanks. <laughs> Fantastic. That's was <laughs> really short. Sorry. <laughs> he hasn't ended with a joke. Like he genuinely says something really nice. We're, we're just. I've got a joke for the end. We're just all recovering now from <laughs> that. Worry. Martin, if you if you could visit two or three places, and I haven't prepped you for this no. either. Where where would you be most interested mm, to go? Interesting. Either because you you think I would I would never think about what youth ministry there would be like, so it'd be just amazing, or because you think maybe there's some good stuff. Yeah. So, uh, well, first of all, I wouldn't do any of this because I, as a traveller, am terrified of the language thing. Right. I'm terrified of turning up in a place and not being understood. Google Translate. It's a fear. Yeah, but Google Translate <laughs> doesn't. It's just not like a robot. Can I just say you turn up at work and you're not understood? So I think that. I do. <laughs> <laughs> She's had her breakfast. She's. Wow. No, I understand that though. Wow. <laughs> you you asked me a nice question and you just that was went really for me. Awful. Oh my dear, I'm sorry. <laughs> right, anyway, so where sorry. I'd go, I'll tell you where I'd go. Uh, India. Oh. So there's some really interesting, mm. innovative, creative youth work going on in India. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've got so much complexity in India mm-hmm. because you've got mm-hmm. uh, dense, densely populated cities and then vast rural areas. Mm. You've got different people groups and ethnic groups within India. You've yeah, got different yeah. religions at play. Um, and there are some people doing incredibly interesting stuff in India. Yeah. Um, so I think they're leading the way. I think it would be interesting to know about. I'm not sure if I'm... Uh, prepared to go there but it would be interesting to know how youth work is being done in the persecuted church yes. I would yes. love to learn from how it's done in, in areas of real persecution like North Korea because it is yeah. Um, and then actually there's some great stuff happening in mainland Europe as well so you know the Germans and the Poles mm. and the Dutch the Syrians the, there's some the Syrians who are in Syria. not in mainland Europe no not in mainland Europe but, um, <laughs> but, but, but let's do geography next week <laughs> um, but, uh, but, but certainly you know how do stuff's going on there do you think we're gonna you, you might also see that some of the best youth work is kind of a whole church thing as well because I, mm. I wonder whether this idea of youth ministry being a separate thing mm. is a fairly 
like westernized idea I d- again I don't mm. know I'd love to see whether just the notion of youth ministry is mm. my, wh- where are the communities where that would be alien because actually mm. they just invest in the younger yeah. generations as part yeah. of the tribe or as part of life anyway like why would you do youth ministry in the Maasai tribe if yeah. actually the whole of life is about rites of passage and so it'd be really interesting to see just yeah I think we're going to learn a lot from you, Sasha. Yeah, we are. I think we're going to learn a lot. But there is a lot of, there are a lot of places where youth ministry is a thing. Lebanon. Lebanon is a really interesting context for youth ministry. There's lots of places. So basically, maybe you should just travel perpetually now. I think that's a great idea. (laughs) Get all those cinnamon rolls up and going. (laughs) Get your young people baking them. Make sure you pay them the minimum wage. Beautiful. I love it. Great. Right, Martin, now it's time for the joke. So here we go. No, no, we're not going to do the joke. Thank you, thank you, Sasha, for being such an excellent and eloquent guest. We look forward to your your updates. We are going to talk about a couple of things. Uh, the National Youth Ministry yes, weekend coming soon. is what seven weeks oh, away? Oh my goodness, is it really six and a half? Oh my goodness, I'm slightly terrified. Yes, um, but we're seven weeks from National Youth Ministry weekend, um, and I want to tell you a little bit more detail. Tell me more. Uh, we haven't. We haven't. You know, we haven't said much actually. Have we haven't we? said huge amounts. No, we've but we're talk eking it out there a little bit about seminars. Yes, we have uh, six seminar streams, and I'm going to remember them all from memory. So which there is, is a uh, a seminar stream which is the theology of youth ministry, which is two people from the Institute of Youth Ministry at uh, Princeton, two very brilliant. Uh, they went down a storm Two brilliant year, women who are coming yeah. to, to yeah. lead some really provocative stuff. So the theme, as we've said already, the theme of the conference this year is all around risk. Yeah. And so the theme of the theology stream is actually around risking your theology, which is, oh. you know, let's... Uh, let's brilliant. Some sparks great. will fly there. Yeah. But um, we're going to be talking about the examples of some great theologians who actually changed their theology. The great example being, of course, Dietrich Bonhoeffer, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who went from pacifist mm-hmm. theology to... to Trying to assassinate yeah, Hitler. Absolutely. Um, so uh, yeah, so that's going to be fascinating. I'd love to know what what goes on there. Um, we're going to have an innovation stream, um, which is going to be very interesting. Again, there's going to be a practical uh, youth work skills stream, mm-hmm. um, which is uh, led by some of the team um, at Youthscape in Luton, um, which is just stuff on working with girls, working with boys, working with volunteers. Etc. We have three more streams, which I'm going to remember. One on research. No, don't show me the computer screen, Rachel. <laughs> it. Producer Rachel has shown me the screen but with he's it on, not looking. but I'm not looking. No. So I'm going to do it from memory. We've got the um, the research stream. So uh, Robert Beckford speaking on that. Dr. What? Robert Beckford. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is news to me. Isn't that exciting? Oh my goodness. So um, as in child of our time. Uh, no, that's Robert Winston. Oh. Robert Beckford, the, the the leading <laughs> black theologian. It's great to see Sasha's face at this point. <laughs> Well, am I gonna get confused? <laughs> Sorry, keep going, Martin. It's hard to recover from here. Need to edit there's that out. two. No, no, definitely not. Right, there's two more streams, yeah. and they're all they're all equally important to Jesus. But I have forgotten them, so I'm gonna look at the screens. Oh yes, okay. One on leadership, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The leadership one. Um, so there's one on um, on investing in your own yeah. leadership. So it's a bit different from the the last one, which I'm gonna tell you about in a second. This is about leadership skills. So it's a little bit like some of the stuff you get at the HTB Leadership Conference. But that's great because we often miss out on that, don't we? The yeah. management stuff. Brilliant. Well, yeah, because we can't Love afford it. to go to. Yes. Yeah. Oh, no. And then, um, and then the last stream is the Open Me stream, which brilliant. ties in with our uh, Open Me devotional. 
uh, but it's uh, it's basically about investing in your own mm. uh, relationship with God, your own Brilliant. spirituality. Um, that is so, rich. That's so a lot. I'm there. excited. The good thing about it is, um, is it's. I want it to be slightly mean to people. I want you to have yes, that. I want you to have that dilemma. <laughs> Mm. Of, of not Where being able to go, go to everything so, so you have is, to buy the USB you have to buy the USB and also actually what will happen is you'll send you'll go somewhere and you'll send your team elsewhere yes. and actually that's quite good because that gives great food for getting back together in the weeks and months afterwards and really sharing this wisdom so I think that's brilliant Martin can we give you a round of applause for even when I sent in that rogue Robert Winston you kept on track thanks to producer that's Rachel exciting. showing me the programme I, I, know, I managed point, to remember it you were just like, I'm not going to look. We've got two mobile phones here recording this yeah. uh, interview today. Producer Rachel's is beautifully clean. My one looks like <laughs> all kinds of like bacteria growing in those little petri dishes at school. Yeah. That's what mine looks like. There's some nuclear action going on there, isn't there? It's gross. That's vile. <laughs> But anyway, is there anything else in the National Youth Meeting Weekend you would like to share? Because obviously a number of dear folks are saying, don't tell me this stuff, I can't come, it's sold no, out. No, it is sold out. Yes. Uh, there are, uh, tickets are going to go on sale for 2019. Brilliant. At the event. Brilliant. Uh, and you'll be able to, if you're not there, you'll be able to book online. Still Last time fantastic. it sold out in three days. Yes. So Get if quick. you want to go, yes. book on Saturday the 17th of November. Fantastic. Get That's online. Wonderful. Um, right, that's probably enough. That is crackling enough. on from us. And my crumpet is still <laughs> still half eaten. It's stuck to your plate. It has. We've got yeah. paper plates, and you have a joke for us. No, I don't. You haven't got a joke. No, no, for I us. don't have a joke. Oh, good grief! He promised so much, didn't he? <laughs> we want to do some shout outs, don't we? Do some we? people. So I think what we're going to do today is we're simply going to shout out Sasha, and we're going to say, Sasha, when you go to these places, we would like you to come back with some great information, but also some dear new friends that we can do shout-outs for. Because yes. we would love, because Mars and I love to kind of just be a bit aspirational, audacious and shout-outs. We'd love that. So will you come back and tell us about some people as well? I would definitely and we'll do, do that. Can you grow our listener base? Because we're, we, uh, we're excited. We want to get up the iTunes charts. Well, I can by listening to your podcast. Oh, <laughs> That'll be an Asha. extra one. <laughs> and then we'll grow it from there. Love it. That is that is a good strategy. Join the family. <laughs> Rachel, why don't you why don't you talk us talk us out with one of those lovely half goodbye, half benedictions? Oh, I love it. Well I think Martin and I have been very slowly kind of working our way through a little bit of toast, which is good. A is that a metaphor? Release. Well it's a slow release carbs, isn't it? And I think sometimes in youth work, I the sugar rush is a problem, isn't it? Like we just do a bit of youth work and it doesn't go very well and we think, oh that was rubbish. But imagine if we had this kind of slow release. Aww. Whatever God has for us today, we'll just yes. keep plodding on. And today, maybe you're gonna have a crazy day like Sasha making cinnamon rolls and going to Cambodia, or maybe you're just doing the thing in front of you. But just do that thing in front of you and let God put the yeast in it and see stuff grow. We, I mean, I'm, I'm genuine actually. I'm you genuine done? about that. I am done, but I put it to genuine. We hope you're enjoying the Youthscape podcast. It is free and always will be, but if you would like to support us, uh, please visit patreon.com slash youthscape. <laughs> yes, dear. Oh, my God.